And welcome to another episode of Corgi Town USA. I'm Candy, owner of Corgi Town USA. In my lap is Chuckles, our spokes Korg. We also have Booger and Mortimer in studio. Hammer pops in and out. We also have. Hi, I'm Catherine, and uh, I am the producer, uh, cohort, and sidekick of Candy. And sidekick. And- sidekick and aunt to all her corgis yes you're a corg aunt and corg mom and i'm a corg mom yes well today we're going to talk about uh degenerative myelopathy again it's a serious thing it is and we are in season three so if you've been sticking with us thanks so much we usually do at least one episode on dm uh it affects over 100 different dog breeds um welsh pembroke corgis are Unfortunately, very high on the, um, I think it was 63% was the last stats we saw as far as carriers of the gene. So we try to give a lot of attention to it. So that you know. So, you know, so that you are aware, are aware, um, can make some decisions in, uh, in picking out your corgi where you're getting, whether it's rescue, which then we don't really know a whole lot or, what breeders you're getting your corgis from. And then if we like to say, heaven forbid, you know, but it happens. And so if your, um, your little fur baby ends up with GM, we have resources here and we love to have the resources, uh, in studio with us on the air with us so that everybody knows what to do. Yeah. And, we, and you're not alone. Right. And of course, Digby is a rescue. Digby yes. was my foster, which cat is mom to Digby now. I also have Booger and Hammer, which I have not had them tested. They are my rescues, and I don't know if they are at risk. I know Hammer is already uh, using a cart because he has hip dysplasia, but right. we don't know if there are other things going on. Uh, Chuckles and Mortimer are my breeder purchase. And mindfully, I researched breeders, and I was sure that they were the litter was not supposed to be at risk. So if right. you are searching for a breeder for your corgi pup, that's one of the most important things is to indeed get documentation from your breeder yes. that your pup will not be at risk. Right. So uh, lots to know about DM. Like I said, we've done several episodes on it. We will every season more than likely. And we have one of our honored guests on, uh, I think just about every season, Tani from Shade Out DM. Should we bring her back? Absolutely. All right. Welcome back, Tani. Thanks for joining us today. Hello. Thanks for having us. Move your camera down just a little bit so we can see more of your beautiful face. Oh, oh there, there you are. Yeah, there she is. There's Tani. All right. Well, hey, how are you guys? Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for coming back. And uh, we also have, we'll have Holly on a little bit. I'm sorry, Molly on a little bit better. I'm worse for wear today. Yes. We'll have Molly on a little bit later from uh, Bubba's Buddies. But we wanted to talk about DM and talk about Shade Out DM. And listener, viewer, if you have not been with us before, uh, we want you to get acquainted with Tawny here, who um, at, at Corgi Town USA, we're big supporters of Shade Out DM. Her organization is all about awareness. 
It is. So we want you to tell your story for those that haven't heard it. Tani, go ahead. Hey, so uh, super exciting um, to be able to talk about this through you guys. So thank you so much for the opportunity. And um, wear our shirts. Yes, I see them. Awesome. So um, we actually came across uh, this degenerative myelopathy um, just because my corgi had it. And um, we had gone to five vets and three chiropractors uh, trying to get to the bottom of what was going on with her because I had never heard of DM. Right. Um, and so uh, long story short, um, she did, in fact, uh, take the journey. She rode her wheels for a month shy of three years and um, she did a great job. Um, I, I now know how fortunate I was that she was such a strong corgi personality and, and so determined because not all pups are quite as determined. Um, but uh, she led the way, she blazed the way. And in doing that, uh, she had, um, we started a little Facebook page for her because uh, her, I teach horseback riding lessons. And so a lot of my students were so kind to ask how she was doing and it was uh, taking a lot of their lesson time. So they suggested, why don't we start a Facebook page for Casey? And so we did that. And um, overnight, she had 5,000 followers and people started reaching out with how, you know, I think this is what my dog has, or oh, I've seen a dog with this. And, um, you know, oh, I saw a dog in a cart um, in my neighborhood. And um, I wonder if this is what they have. And, and it's real important to not misdiagnose or miss, you know, misunderstand the disease. So mm-hmm. uh, we basically just started um, raising awareness, like you said, and um, educating people on the disease because it is 100% preventable um, if we can if we can educate people and have them um, know to ask and do the testing before breeding, it is absolutely preventable. (laughs) Yeah. So um, yeah, I think it's, it's um, become really um, prominent in corgis, unfortunately, but a lot of other breeds as well. Right. Um, We're starting to find out, well, not now, but like basically over time, um, more, German shepherds and boxers and, you know, a lot of other breeds are having, having this. And, and, you know, I think for a long time, um, it was just being chalked up to hip dysplasia and that kind of thing. And especially the German shepherds and, um, come to find out, uh, you know, they, they too suffer from this disease. And, um, so the whole point of shade out DM when Casey crossed the bridge, um, people said, you've got to keep doing this. So, um, we she used to shades I, I should cover that um she used to wear sunglasses little sunnies um when she swam for you know just we'd pop them on for a moment and um let her you know click a quick picture of it and post it and people love that and next thing you know we start getting uh sunglasses mailed to us for um from all over the world so um every time she swam we took a picture with a different pair of sunnies and so when she crossed the bridge, people said, you've got to keep doing this and um, you should call it Shade Out DM to, to shade it out. So that's our mission now is just to raise awareness about this disease, educate people and hoping that, you know, when they have, um, that, you know, a, a friend has a pup and, and this pup and they might need, you know, oh, look, they might fancy each other. Run down and get, 
get some testing done before you do it. I mean, there's lots of things that are important, not just DM, but our, our focus right. is DM, but you know, and EIC and a few other things. Yeah. For those listening, uh, shadeoutdm.org, they have a website in which there are resources there. So if you, if you are considering a breeder or if you are considering to breed, which Tani's talking about, there, there are resources. If you're not sure where to get the tests, most vets should be able to direct you, but you can go to shadeoutdm.org, which we highly encourage because we do. you're, you're going to support this this organization and help support this, which we, we do our best to kind of shout it out as well so that we can help raise awareness. But if you go there, you're helping do that. But also there are resources there. You, you don't have to feel like you're alone in yeah. this. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the other thing I want to bring that up, Tony, because it's uh, shade out TM does great for awareness, but you guys are so good with supporting the community. There's the, there's the Facebook group where people come and everybody, so many people there that have done the journey more, some more than once that are there to offer help and support. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's incredible. Yeah. We didn't um, identify that we were a support group really so much until we went to the first um, veterinary conference Mm -hmm. and um, several of the vets and neurologists um, came and said, this is fantastic. Now I have somewhere to send people to when we have to deliver this horrible news. And, and so they're able to help each other. It's such an amazing village. Everybody works so well together and helping each other. Those middle of the night panic moments are where your, your, your horse, I'm a horse trainer. Your dog <laughs> is anxious in the middle of the night. And, um, you know, you know, people will post on there. I don't know what to do. She won't sleep, whatever. And they're able to suggest things like, have you tried a rotating fan? Maybe she's hot because DM dogs can't regulate their own body temperature, you know, things like that. It's super helpful and it's worldwide. So we have people all hours that offer support to each other. It's amazing. It's just really amazing. And all different climates and all different places and all different access, different breeds, different breed. Well, different breeds, but you know, with, with uh, the shade out DM, but different access to different things when you're all over the world, sometimes, you know, I'm talking specifically about the States Mm -hmm. and Canada. uh, We have access to the medical supplies. We have access to so many things that a lot of people don't. That's true. But that's their beloved. That is their beloved fur baby. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Well, and that's what's so cool about this and and um, the the next guest that you're going to bring on. I'm super excited about because um, uh, she takes this journey currently right now with her boxer. And, um, you know, it's a whole different world having a larger dog. Um, and we do have a lot of people on Shade Out DM that have experienced the journey with a larger dog. And and the brainstorming that they can come up with, with assistance with lifts and all kinds of different things to help change their pups and roll through the snow versus, you know, rolling on the grass and, and being too hot and too cold. You're absolutely right. There's so many different elements. So super excited to hear Molly's um, input on all those things too. Yes, it is Molly candy, not Holly. Yes. <laughs> Molly. <laughs> Molly. And Well, let's bring Molly on. Absolutely. Molly, welcome and thank you for joining us. So sorry for butchering your name earlier. (laughs) You are totally fine. (laughs) 
Well, we appreciate your time today and coming to tell us tell us about your mission. Um, we here at Corgi Town USA, we're definitely Corgi lifestyle brand, but we love all the doggos and we are all about dog lifestyle here. So uh, just very honored to have you as a guest today and talk about your journey. And we, we were talking about boxers, how this affects a over a hundred different dog breeds. My guitarist in my band, he and his wife, they have a boxer and it's rescue. And we've talked a little bit about that, how the, Oh, we know about DM because boxers get it. And I was like, I'm really impressed that, you know, because part of the problem is that awareness that not a lot of people do know about degenerative myelopathy, but without any further uh, digression, which I'm really good at. Um, if you will please tell us the story of Bubba's Buddies and then tell us how you got started with the foundation. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm one of those that had no idea, just like Tawny. I'd never heard of it, no experience. Um, yeah, so Bubba is a an 11-year-old boxer. He just turned 11 on Tuesday. Um, of Happy this- birthday! Happy birthday, Bubba! <laughs> we had a big party for him. Um, yeah, so he, it was probably about a year and a half ago, almost two years, coming up on two years. Um, we started to see one of the most um, common first signs of DM is for their knuckles to kind of, of their feet to start to fold under and notice that I didn't really think um, much of anything again, had never heard of DM. Uh, And then really when he started to sink his back legs, you know, started to Mm -hmm. um, sink when he was standing for too long is when we took him in and uh, they did, you know, x-rays and we ended up getting the test and um, a whole bunch of other testing. A couple months later um, we got the results back and it was indeed DM. So we this journey uh, for almost two years and, and have gone through all the different phases. At this point, um, Bubba is in a cart. Um, he does not have any function of his back legs, um, but he is a stinker in that cart. He runs around, chases chickens in our yard, um, and is uh, has chickens. I have chickens too. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh. <laughs> that's what has keep it uh, kept him going. Let me tell you, because he Good. gets in that card and he runs straight for that coop. So <laughs> I don't uh, know what it is with these little buggers. They just go right for the coop. Cats, yeah. <laughs> Corgi, Digby chases the chicken <laughs> and eats, <laughs> and eats it's the bird. It's not it's chasing. Hurting. It's hurting. That's true. <laughs> hurting. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No. I mean, and it sounds like. Tony, just with Casey, he's determined he is, he is stubborn, um, to a point where it's served in his benefit. You know, he's just, uh, he's chugging along. So, um, yeah. And so about a year ago, um, my husband and I, you know, I think one of the most frustrating parts of the diagnosis is there's nothing you can do. Um, you know, that's what you're told, uh, there's no, treatment. There's no cure. There's a couple of things that people will tell you, um, that work in terms of physical therapy, just to strengthen the muscles, um, so that they last longer. But, um, we were both just frustrated and I know, um, you know, that's how Tawny started shade out DM is frustration, um, and just a need to do something more and not stand for status quo. And so we really wanted to focus on, trying to find, you know, uh, treatments and things that people could do where they didn't feel helpless after a diagnosis. And so we've really, 
we launched Bubba's Buddies to to do just that, you know, and support research and um, efforts that are looking for things that people can actually do after the diagnosis is given. Well, we, so we I wanna, love. Go I'm going to jump in here real quick, if you don't mind. Yeah, and so that is why I felt it was so important to include you and Buddy um, Bubba's buddies <laughs> uh, to, to to join efforts and join hands with Shade Out DM because our focus um, is raising awareness. And yes, we do want to contribute to research and and all of those things. Those are so 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 very important. Um, but our, what you're doing with Bubba's buddies is is amazing. It's unbelievable and it's gung ho. And I think that like all together, if we join hands and and go into this full force, we'll be a lot stronger. And so I'm so excited that you guys are are with us and we're doing this. Yeah, it's super exciting. Yeah, go us. I'm so excited. <laughs> It's got to be a group effort. You're, you know, your focus is on like, let's teach breeders and let's not even get to this point. Uh, and our focus is like, okay, we know that the reality is, is that some dogs are going to get it. And so how do we help the, that group of um, right. and dogs? So, And if fewer dogs get it, it's easier to make it easier on the parents, on the parents. Uh, of the managing dogs, but, a yeah, managing portion. you know we're if we're all putting in the efforts together mm -hmm. you know there's there's only so many resources that can go around you know there's only so many of the carts there's only so many treatments there's only so many uh, you know pools where they you know where they do physical therapy yeah. um and when the population with this horrible disease just explodes then our resources are cut even even thinner. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a great so, point. So can you tell us, Molly, what, so the mission of Bubba's Buddies, I keep wanting to say Buddies Bubba's. I don't know why my brain is doing that. Because um, it's 130 degrees here in Phoenix, Arizona as we record this, and now I'm even warm, so. And probably because in the corgi world, we have a, a several um, Corgi's named Buddy that Buddy. have been taking <laughs> yes. this journey. <laughs> so I, I, apo <laughs> I apologize for the tongue twister. And it's kind of like we are in Phoenix here broadcasting at uh, the studio, Corgi Town USA, and Kat's right. I'm going to date myself here, but there used to be those, this is your brain, this is your brain on drugs. With yes, the, yes. With the, I feel like that's your brain on heat. Yes. If you can fry an egg on, the, could, on the sidewalk, you can you could fry, fry a brain, in the, brain in the studio. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Again, digression. <laughs> Molly, please tell us what the uh, mission is of Bubba's Buddies. You told us a little bit. It's about supporting the community. Uh, but from what I understand, you're raising funds for research. Is that yes. correct? Okay. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So our mission is solely focused on um, looking at research and better understanding the disease um, so that we can find treatments and um, ultimately a cure, right? Hopefully. Um, but it's really on supporting research efforts around DM. And you have project DM is that's. Yeah. So, um, so we launched last, like I said, it was, it's been about a year um, and really, you know, I, we obviously don't work in the veterinary field, right? Or really know what efforts um, were going on. And, and so what we ended up doing at the beginning 
is trying to get a better sense of what are the current research efforts and um, how can we just help move them forward. And uh, Project DM is a collaboration of universities. So it's four different universities that have come together to um, really focus on DM research. And um, so they've, that's their name is Project DM. And when we reached out to them to say, you know, how, what are you doing and how can we help, uh, essentially, is what we did. And they said, well, you know, we were going to start this very, um, it's actually the first of its kind clinical trial before uh, COVID happened. And when uh, COVID happened, you know, our funding got pulled, everything came to a halt, and now we're kind of at a lull. And um what better way to like kick off Bubba's buddies than to put all of our efforts towards starting this uh, clinical research trial. So we worked with them for a couple minutes or a couple minutes, couple months um, to kind of figure out, you know, how, what they needed and, and where. What we- is time anyway, after the pandemic? I mean, we don't know if we've been alive for two years or two minutes or two <laughs> millennia yep. after Very everything. True. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so um, that is the project that we're supporting at, at this point. So they're, um, they are hoping to launch a, a large-scale cr- clinical trial in the fall. And the nice thing about this, uh, this collaboration is usually you have one university that's doing a trial and then one university over here that's doing a completely different trial and they're not sharing data, they're not sharing efforts and all four of these universities are gonna be doing the same thing, sharing data, you know, and um, kind of working together. And um, they're missing a piece of their puzzle in order to get the, the trial started. And our fundraising efforts are focused on putting that piece in and getting it launched. Wow. That's amazing. That there are already clinical trials. That That's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. clinic clinical trials are one of the things that have, I mean, that is huge because that's how we have managed and cured some very heinous diseases. So this gives me lots of hope. Molly, go ahead and tell them which universities. Yeah. Yep. So um, it is North Carolina State uh, Veterinary Hospital. It's Mizzou, which is very well known in the DM uh, world. So they are the university who does um, all of the most of the testing for DM, um, Mizzou out of Missouri. It's Ohio State University and then Tufts University. Um, So all four of them, you know, really in different parts of the country are the ones that are collaborating together. Yeah, not schleppy universities at all. It's not, you know, (laughs) Bob Schleppy University. Not Bob and Jane's, you know, fly-by-night university. We have those. (laughs) Those things exist. You sound like Adam Carolla. Did you go to college? Community college? You didn't go to real college? Please excuse my co-host. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, those are well-known, uh, you know, well... Uh, covering they, regions, covering yeah, different covering regions. Covering regions. Yeah. Very accredited, yes. Very accredited, very amazing people work there, teach there, research there. And getting younger generations involved being yes. at universities, which is Very true. exciting and amazing because they'll start to see the importance of this mission, not yeah. only to manage, hopefully cure the disease, but also uh, that awareness of stopping it before it happens. All of those important things that yep. we're trying to do with this. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Well, tell us, I know we have more to talk about. We could, we could keep going and going. Um, but I want to hear a little bit more about Bubba, like very, I understand very determined, but tell us a little bit about Bubba. Oh man. Uh, where to start? He, he is, he is very determined. So, um, Bubba, my husband is in the racing community, races cars, um, his business, his car racing. Um, and then he also, his hobby is car racing. (laughs) Uh, and, uh, so he does, he's a drag, does drag racing. And so Bubba has traveled all over the world with his dad. Um, in race cars, in trailers, pulling race cars in, uh, yeah, he just, so, and he's, um, an original kind of shop dog is what they call him. So he's pretty well known across the country in the racing community. And now we say he is, uh, retired in Florida. <laughs> he can't really do that so much anymore, but, um, yeah, he just, he is, like I said, he's determined. He loves to um, hang out in the yard with the chickens, catch lizards, still likes to go on walks. Um, he's got a sister who is also a boxer. And then he has um, a, a brother who's a lab Great Dane mix. So we've got, and then four chickens. So we got a full-fledged circus going on at our house. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> you- Two cats, two dogs, seven chickens. We got a circus. Yeah, I'm on the hunt for a mini pig. I feel like that could really like round us out. But yeah, yeah. I know I know of a pig rescue. Just saying. All I right, know, I do All know right. someone who rescues pigs. Sounds good. <laughs> oh, you guys are too much. Well, thank but you. yeah, tell them about um, the mugs that you guys have come up with for part of your fundraising too. Yeah. So the piece of the puzzle that's missing on this whole um, clinical trial is they have um, the American Kennel Club Association is paying for the treatment that is that they're going to administer in the clinical trial um, as you know, for the um, trying to find what they think is going to a hopeful treatment. Um, And they have time, uh, they have funds for, you know, the university's time, what they don't have funding for is the um, health screenings that are required to, to enroll dogs into the trial. So as Tawny was saying, I think as you all were um, talking about at the beginning was DM is a disease of elimination. And so you have to go through all these different health screens to make sure it's DM because the symptoms can really mirror other diseases um, and issues. And so MRIs, health screenings, um, you know, the genetic testing, all of that, if not covered by Bubba's buddies would be on the dog parents. Um, And they would have to take care of the, um, the costs for those tests on their own. And we just don't want costs to be a barrier for dogs to be involved in the trial. And so Bubba's Buddies is, um, raising funds to pay for all the health screening costs in order for dogs to be enrolled into the trial. Um, so it's about a hundred thousand dollars that we are aiming to raise in the next couple months. We are at about 35,000 right now. So we've got, um, we've wow. just in the last couple months, we've raised 35,000 and we got a couple months to go. So wow. bravo. bravo. Yeah. No, it's been like Tani said, the community is amazing um, in terms of people that have gone through it and just people who care about dogs. So, so 
on average for a, a parent who, if they had to pay for it on their own, what would they have to pay? Um, well, it's a couple thousand dollars um, per dog. Um, I would say about 5,000 total amongst all the screenings. And I'm and sure part of that has to do with how aggressive or how, right? Like there are different elements that are going to drive the costs up versus if you do it one way. For sure. And you know, some of the, it's like you, you have to, let's say you give, um, all these screenings to 50 dogs and probably 25 of them actually have DM, but you have to go through that process in order to do it. So we really are right. going to support all 50 of those, um, because that's the only way for you to really find out who the 25 are that can enroll in the trial. Exactly. Um, and, and thank you for that number because too often we think, oh, well, you know, you don't, you don't want to let the parents have to pay for it. What is it? A couple hundred bucks to be new. No, no. 5,000. That's five comma zero, zero, zero. Yeah. Yeah. The MRI alone, just for corgis, I can speak for corgis because that's what I know. Um, we've seen the MRIs go anywhere from like 15, 1800, which is really, really low um to you know five thousand for the yeah. mri alone and yeah. that you know of course includes the sedation and the you know everything right. that has right. to be done for that it's very invasive there's a lot to it yeah mm -hmm. yeah wow. yeah that's a yeah lot. well it's, it's a big lift um but we've got a couple different ways that people can help um help us reach that hundred thousand dollar that was goal. gonna be my next question yes <laughs> uh, so i'll i'll move right into that um so we are we're a 501c3 nonprofit, so people can donate um we also have merchandise for for people to buy we have coffee mugs and sticker decals and because, you know, some of the most common breeds are corgis and German shepherds and boxers, we have um, coffee mugs and stickers that are of each of those breeds. So we have corgi stickers. We have corgi mugs. Um, okay. we've do, you got... hear that? do you hear that corgdom, corgi nation, corgi stickers, <laughs> corgi mugs? We're crazy for that stuff. That's right. <laughs> and it's a special corgi you chose for that. Yeah, it's a corgi that has a... Um, had had she actually just passed this last week um her name was yams um but she lived a good life she was 14 when she passed okay. uh on tuesday she actually passed on bubba's but uh bubba's birthday um, oh my gosh that just gave me chills just makes me think that they're connected in spirit um so you know and um so she was a corgi with dm out of dubuque iowa and she is our, um, she is our face for, um, our Corgi line. So, um, yeah, the sticker, I really love the car decal or you can put it on, you know, your laptop or your coffee mugs or, or your water glasses, whatever, but it's, um, it's yams, it's the Corgi. And then it just says the fight against DM. Um, so it's okay. really, cool. but yeah, uh, purchasing merchandise, donating just like you would a regular nonprofit doing birthday fundraisers on Facebook. Um, we're on Facebook and Instagram. So okay. all of that is, um, will all go directly to the, um, the research project. Okay. So the, the one thing we do need to point out though, is that a lot of the Facebook birthday fundraisers and stuff take months before it actually gets to you. 
But you're going to be doing another project after this, possibly, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, this isn't where we stop, right? This is the right. first um, research uh, opportunity that we got uh, got behind, but it is will not be the last. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. You're right, Tony. Well, we thank you so much for the work you're doing, both of you. Yes. Uh, amazing. Um, it's just one of the things we've talked about when talking about DM is the support for the people going through it. And I will, I will say this till my dying days about the testing before breeding. One of the reasons why it's so important, not only for the dog, but caretaking a DM dog. And both of you can speak to this. It is a full time job. You yes. are a caretaker. You can't leave the dog alone. What if they have trouble breathing or they can't, they get anxious, so many different things. It's not just, oh, we'll put them in some wheels. They'll still be able to walk. It'll be fine. It is not that simple. This is a degenerating disease. It's horrible. It's yeah. And as a caretaker, that as a person who's going to get a dog, that's your full-time job is taking care of those dogs. Yeah. I could have said it better uh, myself. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, but you do it because you love them, right? Well, always, of course, it's always, always worth it. But it's it's for for anyone listening, watching. If you're like, yeah, I've heard that maybe I should do that. You know, that's why we talk about this. Obviously, the dogs are the most important thing to us. But as a caretaker for the human, um, the expense and the emotional, physical, and just spiritual energy you need every day to to fight this disease for your dog you have to advocate for them um that's why we're so passionate about it so everyone putting the owner in a difficult unnecessary position that could be avoided too right it it could be avoided when we stop thinking about the end result being money and we start thinking about the end result being the happiness of, uh, you know, a family. Uh, yeah, the whole family. The whole family. 100%. Well, if you are listening, watching, uh, we always recommend you go to shadeoutdm.org. Uh, Tani is the head of Shade Out DM. There's also a Facebook group for support. Please go on their website. They also have merchandise like our shirts. Kat is donning the Casey shirt. DM Warrior, I'm donning my um, I Shade Out DM What Is Your Superpower shirt. Uh, so Shade Out DM also has merch. You are supporting that organization in awareness. Uh, we are always behind Shade Out DM 100%, so we always recommend that. For Bubba's Buddies, please go to Bubba's, B-U-B-B-A-S, Buddies, B-U-D-D-I-E-S dot org. Please go donate if you can. They are funding research for a cure. And there are universities researching this. I mean, it's amazing. It's groundbreaking. It's amazing, yeah. So please go to their website. Check out some of that cool swag that Molly told us about. And please support both of these organizations. Ladies, any final thoughts for the audience? Just so grateful that you had us um, be able to debut how Shade Out DM and Bubba's Buddies are going to join hands working together on this. And, you know, I think overall there there are a lot of um, DM-centered um, organizations. And the more we can join hands together and and make it stronger, the stronger we'll be against the fight. So it's super, super duper important. Everybody's got a different... Um, a different um, 
mission, a different path, but it all is coming together now. And it's super exciting to have us all do. I know it can be a lot, very confusing to a lot of people about like, well, who's better than who? It, that's not what this is. No. It's... Overall, we're in it for the dogs, right? We want to mm -hmm. see the families and dogs and not have to take this disease and it, it take this journey of this disease. And it, if, you know, people have said you're not going to get it done in your lifetime, but maybe not, but we're going to do it trying. <laughs> so, try. try. <laughs> that's right. So thank you, Molly. Thank you, Candy and Kat so much for uh, this amazing opportunity. Super appreciative. Always good to see you. Yeah, thank you both. And I will also, uh, those listening, those viewing, I will drop these relevant links in the comments. So if you're watching on YouTube, it will be in the comments as well. So you'll know where to go with, a, and I'll put a brief description of yes. what each group does so that you do have a clear understanding of, well, they're both DM groups. What do they do? Uh, so I will put that in there as well as in the comment section of our audio files. Ladies, thank you so much. Thank we you. hope you have a wonderful evening. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks, Tani. Good to see you. Thank you. You too. Thanks. Good night, ladies. Good night. I'm so moved. I'm always so moved when I we do the DM episodes. When we do the DM episodes because it's, it's, Get so, it's so preventable. Yeah. Um, you know, it's so... You know, don't go with backyard breeders. Don't be sitting there going, oh, well, you know, it costs this much if I get, a, uh, you know, a dog from a breeder. But if I get it from this breeder, you know, it's $2.97. Well, well, and some people just don't understand, even if it's not about money, some people just don't understand why it's so important. They're like, oh, you know, because it's true that all the research is not out. Just no. because that they are at risk doesn't mean 100% they will develop it. Yes, that's true. true. But uh, that, why would you want to take that risk if you don't have to? Exactly. That's my question. I've heard... Um, and I know breeding, I don't make light of it. I'm very, very, I cherish our wonderful breeders out there. Yes. Uh, I, it's not an easy job what they do. And so, and they, but I've heard some arguments kind of against, well, there are other things to watch for. Yeah, absolutely. I get it. It's very difficult. I have yet to be convinced as to why you should breed the dog. Why anyway, you should breed the carriers. dogs. And, yeah. and it's, it's to my understanding, it's if, if he and she carry the gene. Diamond sire? Diamond sire. Yeah. Not if he or she. Well, there are charts. So the Shade Out DM website um, actually has some of kind of what that looks like. Uh, I believe the chart is on the website. But even even so, it's it's the carriers from what I understand, breeding carrier. You just, you should right. have breed carriers. Jump for carriers. There, there are tests that uh, the breeder, like with Chucky's breeder, Chuckles is a breeder purchase. I, I did uh, research and drove kind of far for him. He's a very, uh, he's like my mail order dog, you know, very planned, very loved, very cherished. Uh, but he, his breeder gave me documentation as to, you know, the, the litter right. is not at risk and that's what you want. Exactly. Yeah. So we just keep going. Yeah. Shade Out DM and Bubba's Buddies, please go to both of their websites. Again, I will drop the hot links into the comments. Meanwhile, we hope you join us next Thursday for another episode of Corgi Town USA, a podcast for pets and their people. I'm Candy. In my lap is Chuckles the Corgi. Booger and Mortimer are passed out, surprisingly. Wow. Because Digby's not here. Because Digby's not here <laughs> running around with them. And Cat. And I'm here. I'm Kat. Kat Napoli. Thank you so much for joining us every week. We will see you next week for another town of 
Corgi Town. Sorry, another episode of Corgi Town USA. Bye. Bye.